It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a great one dialed, in, uh, dialed up for you uh, this evening. Of course, we're going to recap the uh, Super Bowl 58 uh, between the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we're going to t- dissect that game. We're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy, everything about that and what it means. And also, you know, dive into a little bit of the future of this, these two organizations and the, and the individuals that I've uh, mentioned as well. I'm going to talk some uh, NBA. Uh, the Bucks, whew, they're not looking too uh, too good right now. Uh, big loss against the Heat last night. Uh, we'll dive into that. Uh, plus, we'll dive into some, um, some college football as well. Chip Kelly was hired as the offensive coordinator of Ohio State. We got we got so much on the on the uh, on the slate for you, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, E. Scott uh, entertainment segment at the end of the show. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. Uh, e. Scott. Uh, Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? Baby Ben's traded in your Hyundai itself, fully equipped CD changer with the cell. She beat me, beat me at twelve. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff there, man. And I failed to mention we do we were going to start you know with the HBCU talk as well. Before before we dive into all that, E, I, I want to uh, first um, just take the time and just uh, give thoughts and our prayers to um, to the victims and uh, and their families of the, another senseless mass shooting um, that took place uh, in Kansas City. Doing the, the Chiefs uh, victory uh, parade there, man. Um, again, one injured right now. The last number that I seen was one injured, 22. I mean, one. I'm sorry, one dead, 22 injured. And E, it's just you know, um, you know, having an organization that that has been such. Um, well, we're going to dive into it. You know, a, you know, a dynasty in a lot of people's uh, opinions. For them to celebrate, you know, a, a big time win over the most viewed. Um, you know, event in the history, uh, I believe, in the history of all events. Um, and that, that includes, you know, um, you know, the first man walking on the moon, things of that nature. It's been viewed by so many people, man, and, and, and for Kansas City to outlast the San Francisco 49ers. And then to be able to celebrate that, man, and then you come out and you have this, this, this senseless shooting. E. Um, so just you just can't go anywhere nowadays, e for, and, and it's so sad. But um, I want to say that, you know, that you know, my thoughts and prayers are with those victims and their families at this time, and, and I just hope that everyone who is injured and, and fighting for their lives definitely do pull through. Um, so with that being said, e, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, brother. 
Yeah, um, only HBCU slate, you know, tonight. We weren't able to get the guys on because, remember, last week we were yep. supposed to have them on, and, but I didn't realize tonight was Valentine's Day, and everybody I reached out to had wifey obligations. But as far as on the HBCU front, there's not a lot, you know, really going on right now. I would mm-hmm. say, though, if you're a fan of HBCU football, mark your calendars for homecomings and classics. Those are big-time yeah. events in HBCU life. Like um, we have the Florida Classic here, which is the Thune-Cookman, and Florida mm-hmm. A&M. We have the Bayou Classic, which is the New Orleans, Grandland, and Southern. There's the Circle City Classic. There's the um, um, the big one that they play in Alabama, um, the Magic City Classic, okay. um, Alabama, Alabama A&M. So, I mean, you have – and then all, all HBCUs have homecomings, too. And those are like classics. So those are just yeah. time events. If you want to support HBCU football, like I said, mark your calendars for those events. But we do, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, we got yeah. some stuff on the slate. But we're going to talk about coaches. We're going to get a couple guys on. But, you know, like I said, this week they had wifey obligations. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know it's that it's that uh, that that uh, that time of the year, that time of the month, if you will. And I'm talking about uh, Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Valentine's Day is what I'm talking about. So wishing all of the uh, the lovers out there, uh, new and 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 uh, and a little bit older there, if you will, seasons. I'll call them seasons. New and seasoned lovers out there, um, happy Valentine's Day <laughs> from Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott and the entire Never Had It So Good Sports Radio family uh, as well. So I hope you all, you know, are having a good time uh, this evening and today and, and this evening as well. Hopefully you're enjoying it, cuddled up, listening to the smooth sounds of Sports Talk with Kay and E. Scott. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. All right. Um, let's dive into it. And I, like, before we did that, but like E said, uh, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have uh, a plethora of HBCU, uh, you know, talk going forward. And as he mentioned, we're going to have guests on here um, as well uh, to talk about, you know, the various events. And we'll get some, you know, uh, alum on here as well from various HBCUs as well, as well to talk about about their experience with the HBCUs, HBCU, their HBCU experiences um, as well. So we, we're definitely going to implement that uh, going forward. All right, let's let's dive into it, man. Let's talk about Super Bowl Fifty Eight, um, a classic, um, and in the sense where you know went down and went into overtime. And again, I, I alluded to it earlier. The most watched event, I believe, in the history. I be, I know it was the most watched sporting event of all time. I, I other people were saying that most watched event of all time. I don't I didn't see the numbers on that and you know where it compared to. But nonetheless, E we weren't um you know unless you're a 49er fan, you weren't disappointing <laughs> disappointed in that game. Um you know how it went down, you know, it was a defensive battle uh for the for the most part went into overtime and you know E just give me your thoughts and opinions on this. Break this down. Also, you know, this, did, was it a 49ers loss? Was it a Chiefs win? Um, just break everything down and how, and how you see it uh, taking place. A lot to unfold here. I mean, it was a good game. I, I, was, I wasn't happy with the overtime because that's too late at night for me, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, I'm going to say it was a Kansas City win, but just mm-hmm. just barely because I, and I sent you a video, a video evidence yeah. of a lot of misholding calls, a lot of phantom tackles. I'm not going to say the fix was in, but 
I think the fix is there. But anyway, the reason I'm going to say it was a Kansas City win and not necessarily a 49ers loss, that's very – the touchdown that Kansas City scored in overtime. If you think yep. about it, that's pretty much the same exact play they ran last year against Philly. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. mean, hands off to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid for, you know, calling that play and being able to pull that off. I mean, that that was just, you know, good football, if you will. So, I mean, I'm not going to say San Francisco blew it. I mean, because San Francisco played a good game. And I know we're going to probably dive into this, but I don't understand the big controversy where yeah. they're saying Kyle Shanahan chose, you know, chose wrong in overtime. I yeah. mean, I, I, it, it, you, it, there is no wrong choice. Okay, yeah. yeah. He won the toss. He could have took the ball second to see what Kansas City was going to do. Kansas City scored a touchdown. No, he knows, now he knows he's got to score a touchdown. I have no problem with him taking the ball first and putting right. the pressure on because that's yeah. what you want to do. Now, yeah. unfortunately, San Fran didn't get a touchdown. They got a field goal, and they're going, mm-hmm. oh, well, he should have went for it on four guys. No, he shouldn't have because then now all Kansas City needs is a goal. field goal. You yeah. take the point. And then they're like, well, they knew Patrick Mahomes was going to score a touchdown. No, they didn't. No, no, you did not know that. It's easy to armchair quarterback that because he did score a touchdown and to say yeah. you knew he was going to score a touchdown. Yeah, there's exactly. no definitive proof that this was going to happen. I mean, yeah, it was a very – it's probable that it was going to happen. No, no, it's plausible that it was going to happen. Yeah. But it's not necessarily probable. I mean, mm-hmm. just, you know, it, you, you never know what's going to happen. But once he does do it, now it's easy to go back and say, oh, yeah. Shanahan made a mistake. Shanahan's logic to me made perfect sense. He said, I wanted the ball third. I wanted the ball third. third. Especially he was saying, I score a touchdown, they score a touchdown, I get another possession. To me, that's good thinking. Now, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But right. I can't see how. And then they said, oh, well, he didn't know the rules. Okay, when the ref came out, we got the Lombardi coin. This mm-hmm. uh, the Lombardi. This side is heads. This side is tails. Mm-hmm. The game. Every both teams get a possession. Mm-hmm. It's like a new game. This is what the yeah. ref says. Not my word. Yep. The ref. This is like a new game, not an untimed court. I mean, it's a new game. Both teams will get a possession unless there's a defensive score. Yeah. So. Even if you didn't know the rules going into this, the ref explains them to you. So yeah. I get tired of all the pundits have been saying for the last two days, oh, Shanahan didn't know the rules, didn't know the rules. But that, to me, that doesn't factor in because, like I said, the ref clearly explains the rules <laughs> yeah. to you. And and still, I don't, I don't see why they're making a big deal that he didn't defer. Because, okay, these same people are saying that you knew Mahomes was going to score a touchdown. If you gave him the ball first, he was going to score a touchdown, according to you. He was going to yeah. score a touchdown. Now the pressure's on. You have to score a touchdown. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just thought, I, I, overall, though, I thought it was a good game. I thought both teams played well. There were no really big plays other than, right. I think, MSV had a 50 start MSV. The other guy had a 52-yard catch. Yeah. Mr. Taylor Swift had like a 22-yard play. <laughs> where the, and that was the play I showed you that there was yeah. obvious holding on yeah. that play. My man had, uh, what's your linebacker's name? Um, uh, uh, Fred Warner. Warner. Warner, yeah. 
My man had water in a full Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> basically. To the ground. And then, then there was no call, which allowed Mr. Twenty Smith to get the 22-yard play. I mean, and like they say, it's holding on every call. But some yeah. of these K-Walk were just blatant. Yeah. And then yeah. some of them phantom tackles. I mean, I, I don't know. But overall, I, I give it a good a – good, um, uh, it was a good game, and halftime was just fire because the new yeah. stage, but – <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, hey we're definitely going to dive in, into. I'll definitely get into the uh, <clears throat> Shannon. Actually, I'll start with that since you know you 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 ended with that. I'll I'll stay with that. It's like I'm in agreement with you there. E, as far as you know, the explanation. I, I have to say that I did question it at first. It's like, why are you going? You know, why are you taking the ball first? Um, I did question that. But, you know, Tony Romo had mentioned something that, you know, kind of made me think. And it's like, okay, well, you know, why do you take the ball first here? Well, your defense just came off the field, you know, so you want to keep them, you know, you want to keep them fresh, you know, as, as long as you can. They're probably a little, they're probably retired. So, you know, I took that in consideration. I said, okay, that, you know, that makes sense. But then, you know, obviously everything that took place, then you hear um, Kyle Shanahan's explanation, and it made perfect sense to even more uh, sense to me in that aspect is where he's thinking, like, listen, <clears throat> you know, we're going to score. We're going to score either a field goal or, or, or a touchdown. And then our objective is to do what we've been doing. It's stopping them because up until the overtime, Kansas City only scored um, only scored one touchdown in regulation, and that was because you know that the Forty ers muffed that punt or the ball hit off of uh, um, of Luther there, and then and Ray Ray McLeod tried to pick it up, and they gave they gave Kansas City a short field. But over other than that. San Francisco was was holding them in check, keeping them in a, in a field goal and, and kicking field goals. So you think you would go into the overtime saying, okay, well we hold them to a field goal at best. If everything continues to you know go the way it's been going, we kick a field goal, we score a touchdown. Or if they kick a field goal, or we kick a field goal, they kick a field goal, and then we get the chance to win it at the end. I get, I get that. That made perfect sense, and, and, and you know, in that, and they, or they thought that they was going to stop them. Either way, they thought that drive, they was hoping that that drive was going to end in a kick for Kansas City, either a, uh, you know, either a uh, field goal or a punt, and then they can win it at the end. Um, so I understand the logic there. So for, for people to say that Kyle Shanahan didn't know what he was doing, it, it's just, it's just. It's just guys or people to me, in my opinion, who just want to see this guy fail for, for, for whatever reason. But going into the going back to the game, I thought it was, um, you know, a well-played game to, um, to answer the question that I posed to you. I'm going to say Kansas City won the game, and I'm going to say they won the game because I think their defense came to play, and their defense ultimately held the 49ers down in check. Down in check. I think the 49ers did the same thing to, to, to Mahomes and, and that offense. But what happened was the 49ers had so many more opportunities in that game to win it, and they just weren't able to take advantage of it. And I'm going to give credit to the, the Kansas City defense. I mean, I just can't, cannot do it. I mean, as much as of a fan and I, I am uh, as a 49er, a uh, 49er fan that I am, and you and I dissect this game and I look at the game, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a football fan before anything else. And it's just logic to me that the the Chiefs came to play, and Spagnola had those guys ready to play. They they held Debo in check, they held um, Ayuk in check, and they held um, they held uh, Kittle in check as well. I mean, McCaffrey did what he did. He had over 80 yards rushing and 80 yards receiving. 
So, you know, they allowed McCafferty to McCafferty, you know, if you will. But Purdy did an excellent – I thought Purdy did an excellent job of coming off of those receivers that we mentioned, those those weapons, Cam Newton, if you will, those game changers, if you will, Cam Newton. He turned he turned Jawan Jennings and Chris Connolly into, uh, in, into game changers because they, they were the ones – he came off of those guys. He came off of all those big-name guys I mentioned, got the ball to Jawan Jennings in crucial situations, and got the ball to Chris Connolly. Who's Chris Connolly, you ask? I don't know, but I bet you you'll know now because if you didn't know going in, but you know now who that guy is, especially his play on special teams as well. But, yeah, and I thought Brock Purdy did an excellent job of of, 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 of knowing his role, playing his role, executing his role. Uh, it just came down. You can't break it down to one play in that game. It just it came down to one player in that game, and that was Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was ultimately the difference in that game, and we knew that would would probably come into play. We hoped it wouldn't, but it did, and so hats off to Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and and those guys uh, for sure, man. Well-deserving, man. And you know what? He <laughs> think about it. Let, let, let give me your thoughts and opinion on this. Is that I, I knew that it was going to be tough, and I knew that the Forty ers weren't going to win for whatever reason. Is when it went to break and it came back, and Jim Nance said, "Oh, we just had an incident here." And I'm like, "What are they talking about?" And they had they showed the sideline of Dre Greenlaw ready to go back on the field after the punt. He goes down. I'm like, what the heck happened? He goes down with the Achilles injury. I said, all right, well, that's it, man. If we can't – our guy, our, one of our best linebackers, not the best line, one of our best linebackers, not on the team or in the game, but in the league itself, goes down. He can't even get on the field, <laughs> jogging on the field without telling his Achilles. Uh, but what your thoughts and opinions on that one, Ian? What, what, what say you about, you know, when, when you saw that happen? <clears throat> yeah, those, those non-contact injuries, and this yeah. wasn't even going to play. Yeah, those those are rough. So you you just want to think, you know, did it tear on that play? Did he tear it earlier? And then that was just a manifestation. But yeah, right. when Jim Nash came back and said that, I'm like, yeah, it's not looking good because I know Devo got shook up a little earlier, and you know, San Fran is, is is injury prone already. And like you just said, if you can't keep one of the best linebackers in the league on the field, it's going to be a long Sunday for you. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I said, you know, with, with Debo going down and Kittle had that um, that shoulder injury as well, that's where Brock Purdy, I, I think, if he didn't raise any uh, eyebrows or he didn't uh, quiet any naysayers, uh, if you will, with his performance, knowing those three guys that I just mentioned. And, and Ayuk was pretty much a, uh, you know, a, a, a non-factor in that game. But Brock Purdy kept those guys in the game, you know, by using uh, Jawan Jennings and the Chris Connolly, as I mentioned. Yeah, I, you know, watching this game, me again, going back, just watching this game and defensively, I just thought that defensively they played well um, and they had every opportunity, but they just couldn't capitalize, you know, um, Pacheco fumbling when he when he fumbled. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes getting sacked by uh, by by Eric Armstead and and then even Chase Young down there and then him throwing an an interception to uh, to Jair Brown um, as well. Forty Nine just couldn't take advantage of that. They just couldn't get like that extra lead. I know they had a two possession lead going or not two possession lead. They tied it up or they kicked the field goal, but they couldn't extend it. They couldn't keep it a two possession game throughout that uh, you know throughout that game and and I just why I just think that the uh, the Chiefs were just a little bit better, um, you know, and that was the reason. You know, Holmes was the difference in that, and a lot of people thought that he would be. Um, but let's do this. Let's grab our first break. When we come back, I see my man, our, our guy, Special K is on. I know you've been holding for a minute. So when we come back, we're going to bring Special K in here, and we're going to um, 
get his thoughts and opinions um, on that. I also want to talk about, um, you know, the Kelsey bumping of Andy Reid. Um, also, you know, where you rank Andy Reid and, and Patrick Holmes on the all-time list and uh, what it looks like for, uh, you know, for Brock Purdy and these guys uh, as well going forward. So much on the slate, ladies and gentlemen. All right, again, you already know because you're here. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and East Scott. Never had it so good sports radio. Be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K-Walk and East Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, uh, we were talking HBCU um, and what are we're expected to, to have in the future. So uh, join us on, on, on opening up our, our show with uh, HBCU Talk going forward. Also recap the uh, Super Bowl uh, 58 between the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Unless you've been living under a rock for the last, you know, three, four days, ladies and gentlemen, you know the outcome. And we just gave our thoughts and opinions on, you know, what was the difference in that game uh, ultimately. And if you're a long-time listener, you know that uh, we have our good buddy, uh, Special K, who joins us each and every week with his uh, his great insight. That being said, let's, uh, let's, let's welcome him in. How you doing this evening, Special K? Man, I feel disrespected, man. I should have well, got a drum roll when I came in. What's going on? How's everybody? A drum roll? <laughs> yeah, I should have got the drum roll, man. The champ is here. 
Oh, oh man, oh man, that's later true, on. You true, might get true, that later true. on. That, 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 yeah, that's that's later on down the road, man. You you'll get that. That's a different segment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, you hold that trophy high, high, proud, did you, man? You know, you yeah, well deserved that. Well you know deserved it. You know, when it got me, went on, went over there on the west side, got me a nice Jamaican dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, a little dirt chicken, rice and peas, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm really interested to know the answer. Well, K, how K would answer one of the questions you asked me, K. Wall. Uh-huh. Did did San Francisco did KC win the game or did San Francisco lose it? KC won the game. Yeah, KC won yeah, the that, game. No question. That's what we all both said, we both said. This. Go ahead. You can elaborate. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, to answer the question. KC won the game. I mean, I, I look, y'all know I'm not a big fan of Brock Purdy, but I think all of the the extra slander was a bit much um, mm-hmm. after the game. Um, you know, I, again, I'm not a fan. Um, right. However, he didn't play terrible. You know what I'm saying? Now, could he have played, made some different plays? I mean, everybody can. You know, hindsight fits it. Um, but I don't think he played terrible. So, you know, I'm going to leave that at that. As far as KC goes, um, when they was down ten nothing, um, I I don't ask me how man or, or anything like that. I can't say what I saw, but I still felt like Casey was gonna win the game. Even it wasn't that enough. Point. Yeah, it wasn't and, enough. You know, it, it, you know, so um, and then when they started getting the injuries, you know, the little knickknacks here and there, um, big plays wasn't going their way. You can almost see it coming. You know, it was almost like a movie script, you know. Um, so, yeah, KC won the game. There was nothing. I, now, I do disagree a little bit that there was one play that changed the game, and that was that punt. That, okay. that, 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 was, that, that was big, you know what I mean, especially at that yeah. moment. That was, that was huge. Um, so, yeah, I think that played a very big role in the in the, the, the final outcome, but you know, as yeah. a game, you know, Casey just did what they had to do. You know what I mean? I mean they ran the ball enough. Um they didn't do what I thought they were gonna do. I thought it was gonna be, you know, um a two or three headed monster maybe, you know what I mean, just to try to wear um San Francisco's defense out, you know, yeah. going sideline to sideline, you know, things of that nature. Um but no, they they ran Pacheco. Um, and he, he ran pretty good. So, um, I ain't mad at what they did. Um, you know, they, they took the game as, and it, to me, it looked like outside of Kelsey and his little explosion, I know you're going to elaborate on that later. Um, it looked like KC just knew, you know, Hey, all we got to do is slow and steady. They keep doing what we're doing. We're going to get what we need to be. You know what I'm saying? There was some times where they was a little rattled or whatnot. We gathering the defense on the sideline, things of that nature or whatnot. But, you know, they didn't look too too phased uh, with the way things were going at at at, at the beginning. Um, and once they settled down, man, it, you saw the experience kick in um, yeah. and just leadership by by Pat Mahomes. So KC won the game. Yeah, I can and, and definitively right, sure. say without a doubt, Brock Purdy did not lose this game. Brock Purdy is not the reason San Francisco did not come away with the W. So that I will agree with, Kay. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, I've already said what I had to say about uh, Brock. But, yeah, I have to agree with you there, um, uh, e, I mean, uh, Kay, is that, um, you know, when you said that, uh, you know, that it ultimately came down to, you know, the the, the Pacheco running the ball and them not being um, – not being rattled. It seemed like they were rattled at, at, at one point. We saw the situation with Kelsey and with Andy Reid. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit um, and focus on that a little bit. And I also saw with Chris Jones as well with the defense. They were frustrated because that defense was not allowing them to, to you know, be who they were. And that offense was actually – the 49ers was controlling both lines of scrimmage, you know, the offensive line and the defensive line was controlling that game. But what, what ultimately happened was the 49ers weren't able to take advantage of the opportunities that were presented to them. And then that's why I say they, 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 the Chiefs won because that defense played well. The defense played well. No, Brock Purdy didn't play bad. He didn't play bad. He didn't lose the game, as you mentioned, E. But what happened was, he didn't. He couldn't win it because of the Chiefs' defense. And 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 as much as it pains me to say this, the Chiefs had an outstanding uh, game plan. They came in there with that game plan and they executed the game plan um, a, as well. But at the same time, Brock Purdy still, you know, showed that he can. He belongs on this stage. He belongs in the talks with some of the best. I'm not saying he's a Patrick Mahomes by any stretch, or Lamar Jackson, or Josh Allen, or, or or those guys. But he is a quarterback that you know you have to prepare for and say, listen, you know, he's not one of those guys, but he will beat you. He can beat you with other guys other than those big name guys. You know, um, I, I can't speak enough of how he. Um, you know, he surveyed the field and got those other guys involved and made them significant in that game as well. But again, hats off to you know to, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and again, I, I just our thoughts and the prayers go out to the victims in there. I mean, they can't celebrate you know a victory because you know you have some senseless people out there. I believe there's three in custody, but nonetheless, man, just hats off. I mean, just prayers and thoughts and prayers to, to those as well, and, and congratulations uh, to, to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, without question. Um, so with that being said, E, I want to I go back a little bit here, and I want to talk about the situation with, with the Kelsey and, and the, uh, the Andy Reid situation. Um, we all are in agreement. They were frustrated at that time. Um, Travis Kelsey bumps Andy Reid. What was your initial reaction and your thoughts and opinions on that when you saw that happen, E? Me personally, I, I and looking back on it, I may feel a little different, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time that it happened because to me it didn't look like he went over there to bump him. Now he was right. upset, fuzzy, but, you know, that does happen. And he did end up bumping him, and um, he didn't fall down. He caught him. He braced himself. So I didn't. I don't. I don't really know. But now looking back at it, once I had some time to process it, I'm going. Yeah. If that would have been Kadarius Tony, and I used Kadarius <laughs> Tony because you know he showed his behind throughout the week. Security made himself made himself in ineligible for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Based on, you know, how he showed his mind. But had that been Kadarius Tony, he'd have got locked up on the spot. Then it's not the game. Goodell would have came down from wherever he was sitting. Oh, yeah. It would have been a much bigger deal. And I'm not saying that just because Kadarius Tony is black. 
I do, however, don't get it twisted. I do believe any black player would have been treated differently than Mr. Taylor Swift. Yeah. But had but had it been Kadarius Tony, oh yeah, it would have been a whole different conversation. And I also will say this: Had Kansas City lost the football game, Ooh, I think yeah. Mr. Taylor Swift, I think Mr. Taylor Swift would have got a bunch of blame, you know, yeah. for that move. But again, looking back on it, once you see it. I don't think there was any malice in Mr. Taylor Swift's heart. No. I don't think he tried to hurt Andy Reid. I think, you know, but now he, he does have some anger issues, and he needs to talk to somebody. I mean, because you can't, you can't bump your head coach, you can't bump the referee, and you can't bump your quarterback. Now, he, you, he, he can go bump an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, Edwards Hilaire, yeah. but, you know, Edwards Hilaire, one of them short dudes with that that short man complex, <laughs> he, might, he might not want their problems because, you know, they're constantly trying to prove themselves. But, yeah, it, 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 it I, don't, I don't know, Kay. It was just, I, I do think there should be some discipline from the NFL. They discipline everything else. Mr. I don't know yeah. So let me ask you this, E. I'm being facetious here, but you know, when when they turned away and they said, "Oh, we got a streak on the field," uh, did Kadarius Tony's uh, name run through your mind when you thought that was? <laughs> I, I, it, it didn't. But now that you say that, that is funny. And that was Kadarius Tony out there, butt ass naked, running around on the field. I was just, I was just, I was just asking for you know, just being facetious there, ladies and gentlemen. But um. Yeah, Ian. When I first saw it, and okay, I'll, I'll, we'll get your, your thoughts as well. When I first saw that, e, I was like, "Yeah, we got them. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer." And then I saw Chris Jones get into it with his, um, you know, with his defensive line and, and his, his defense. I said, "Yeah, we got these boys. We got to take advantage of this. We got them right where we want them." But they were never able to do that. For I mean, again, hats off to that defense. But uh, Kay, what say you when, when you saw that incident take place? <laughs> I'm like, E, man, I really I really didn't, and I still don't think it was a big deal. Um, okay. You know, uh, like, like like E was saying, I don't think he went there with the intent to, you know, bump the coach and all. I think at the time he was frustrated not getting the ball, which is typical from a, a wide receiver. Now we're a diva. So, you know, um, you know, I, I think that's all it was. I mean, and at that point, I think that's when they ran – not what play it was, but they was trying to get the first down, they didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? And then he went straight to the coach. He was he wasn't even on the so yeah. you know um and he then was, it was on the form, okay. He wasn't on the right. field when your boy yeah, was on the ball and, and yeah. he went to address it with, with with Andy. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? I mean you get that out of out of players, man, and this it's the biggest stage. Now, as far as him actually bumping him, again, I don't think he tried to. And you see when, when Andy was about to fall, he tried to grab him. So, you know, yeah. um, I, I, I don't make no big deal out of it, but, you know, yeah. the media is trying to run with it. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Tr- Taylor Swift, um, you know, uh, uh, Travis Swift, um, you know, with all our love yous and all this, that, and the third after the game. You know what I mean? Hey, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they put a fat out there. She got – 51 seconds of total airtime. 51 seconds. 
know, I heard yeah, fifty-five, I but I heard fifty-five, but it's just still in the same range. It's 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 yeah. fifty, it's fifty-six or fifty-two more seconds like that, that I needed to see, and I needed to see it was one more second right. that I to see whatever the number was. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I mean, I I get I get that whole you know promotional aspect, the marketing aspect, and you know a lot of people are crediting it. You know, the number that I mentioned earlier in the show, Kay, was like I think 123 million views, like the most, definitely the most viewed sporting event of all time. And and some saying it was the most viewed event in the history of, of the world as well. So um, a lot of people are contributing that or, uh, to, to Taylor Swift or whatever. My 49 is lost, regardless if there was 123 million, 123 people watching. And that's all that mattered to me. All right, let's stay here. Um, e, we talked about Andy Reid um, and, you know, what he was able to do, that bumping there. And, and I want to ask you, Andy Reid, man, he, he, this is his third Super Bowl, six straight, uh, what, six straight AFC championship, you know, or, or Super Bowl appearance um, since teaming up with, uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Where are you putting Andy Reid on? I know Bill, Bill Belichick was, uh, uh, was mentioned as being the GOAT. He has six Super Bowls. Um, but a lot of people are saying, you know, it was more Tom Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady has more than Bill Belichick. Um, and then you have, you know, the great Vince Lombardi, the Bill Walsh is out there. Um, you know, uh, you can put Chuck Knoll, um, you know, in that conversation uh, as well. Uh, maybe uh, Jimmy Johnson, you know, just, just some of the coaches that I'm naming off the top of my head who have multiple Super Bowls. Um, so with all that being said, e, where do you have him ranked? I don't, you don't have to give me a number. I don't know if you have a, a definite number. But do you put him in your top five? Do you put him in your top two? Is he the greatest of all time? What say you about Andy Reid? Well, he's in the conversation. But I, I don't know if I can say greatest of all times. I mean, because he didn't really get this successful with Super Bowls. He had some NFC championships in Philly, but he didn't get this successful with Super Bowls until he ran into Patrick Mahomes. Right. And then, I don't know, if you like me, Belichick has lost – Belichick's stock is permanent to me. Belichick yeah. was an IPO that came in where you bought low and sold high. Right now, if you still invested in Belichick, Iran, you losing money hand over fist. Let's say you bought it at fifty dollars a share. Can't walk. It's only worth about thirty cents now per share. So I mean, yeah, it depends on the dollar because Belichick, the coach, okay. Belichick, the GM, not so much, and he's proven that. I don't think there's even a debate anymore. Was it Tom or was it Bill? Obviously, it was Tom because Bill mm. came from Cleveland where he was terrible. He spent 20 minutes with the Jets. Then he went to New England. He hooked up with Tom. Yeah, he won six Super Bowls. Tom leaves and go win another Super Bowl. Bill mm. gets fired and can't get a job. So his stock is permanent. Now, you mentioned Chuck Knowles. Chuck Knowles may be the best out of the ones you mentioned. And simply because if you go back and look at Terry Bradshaw's stats, Terry Bradshaw was terrible. Terrible. Mm -hmm. Has no business in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you're talking about, like, like Cam Newton said, there are game managers and there are game changers. Well, whatever the step below game manager is, that's Terry Bradshaw. If you look at his numbers. He was, I'm just saying by the numbers. He wasn't good at all, and yet Chuck Noll managed to win these Super Bowls. Now, Jimmy Johnson did it, did his thing in Dallas, but he mm-hmm. had 
uh, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and Emmitt Smith. Mm. He 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 the Phil Jackson of um, football. You know, Phil, mm-hmm. Phil had Jordan and Scotty, then he had Kobe and Shaq. But yeah. um, then um, you know, you had Andy Reid. I mean, Reed, like I said, he wasn't that successful in Philly. He had some NFC Championship games. Bill Belichick stock has plummeted. You got a couple other guys out there. I mean, as for multiple Super Bowl winners, yeah, he's definitely in the conversation. I'd have to sit down and sit and you know map yeah. it out to see if he's in my top five. But he's probably top five, no lower than seven at, at the very least. You know, because I can't take away from what he's done. But because I'm not going to sit here and say, well, it's easy to do when you got Mahomes, because that's not true. But it sure helps a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, and, and you you mentioned you know investing and things of that nature. We, you, ladies and gentlemen, you know we give you know we give relationship advice here. We give medical <laughs> advice. We give legal advice as well. Hey, are, are, are we are, are we on the road to to financial advice as well now? Yeah, I don't know for sure. <laughs> I mean, like I said, if you if you buy Belichick car at twenty dollars a share, it's only going for my fifteen share. Now you Iran, you lost your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what Iran is, ladies and gentlemen, Google it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's financial advice by Sports Talk. Okay, we're K Walker. These guys coming to you too, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, K. What say uh, What say you about Andy Reid? Where, where do you have him on, on your list, if, uh, if if anywhere? Um. So uh, Andy Reid is a good coach. Great. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to. Put him on that goat list, man. Because I mean, right, right. he's he's all those years in Philly. He had good teams there. He couldn't yeah. win it. He couldn't get there. He got that one time. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, you know, and then he had a good run in in KC before. I mean, I think it was only a year or two, but, but even before Pat. But you know, ain't like he was winning Super Bowl. Yeah. But now we get Pat. I mean, hell, you can't see out the AFC Championship game. He, he's been been in it every year. He's been the starter. So. Um, I put this more on Pat than I do Andy Reid. Okay. Um, however, I don't think Andy Reid a terrible coach. I think Andy Reid's a good coach, teetering that great. Um, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't have him on that list yet. I actually have, and this, <laughs> I, I actually have Mike Tomlin higher than Andy Reid with less to okay. and Mike okay. Tomlin did more with less. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he's never missed the playoffs. Never had a losing. Well, no, let me scratch that. He's never had a losing season. So, right. you know, and I think that says a lot for the tenure he's had. So, you know, I mean, I know we on Andy, but um, no, no, okay. I'm just, you know, kind of comparison. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think this is more Pat than Andy. However, yeah. I do have Andy teetering because he's always, he's always had decent teams. So, I, I do have Andy teetering in that great. Yeah, and I agree with you. I'm a Mike Tomlin guy too, as well. And then I apologize for not putting him on the list because you know I actually we actually had a discussion about this last time on on the sideline speaks with myself, um, uh, Jason Collins, and Brittany Jones um, uh, as well. And I did have Mike Tomlin. Um, I did mention Mike Tomlin, uh, Tomlin, Tomlin, excuse me, in that breath as well. And I believe Mike has. I know he has one. Does he have two? I'm trying to trying to think if he has two. I know he won with Ben Roethlisberger. I believe he may have two championships. I'm not sure. I have to look that up, ladies and gentlemen. But nonetheless, 
Um, he, he's a Super Bowl winner, and 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 as uh, Kay alluded to, is that um, he he does you know what 16, 17 seasons, however long it's been, he's never had a uh, a losing season um, in his career, and that's why you know you see him constantly uh, on the uh, you know on that Pittsburgh sideline, especially when you see all these other coaches being you know just the turnover, um, you know year in and year out, season in and season out with these different coaches. Mike Tomlin, um, I think he might be the most tender. Yes, yeah, he's definitely the most tendered coach right now, especially with um, with uh, Belichick no longer being there as well. So you got to throw him in the mix. But yeah, as far as I go, as far as me, I'm, I'm yeah, I'll put him. You know, it, I, I think he's starting that conversation, if you will. If he wins another one or two more. Then obviously you you you're going to say yeah he you know he's going to he's going to be up there you know with the goat and you're going to say well he has Patrick Mahomes but what quarter I mean other than, other than Chuck Noll as far as he's concerned you know he's probably the greatest because as far as he's concerned Terry Bradshaw was was what would you call a hefty bag e uh, he's trash at all yeah yeah, yeah. He- hefty trash bag yeah yeah by the so, numbers yeah he he was a hefty sack by the numbers. Yeah, it's it's hard on E from E standard to to you know to be a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame coach unless you just you know you just have the you know some, some great ones around you. But nonetheless, all right, good stuff there. All right, here uh, let's let's, uh, let's do this here. What time have we got here? Nine seventy four five. Let's do this. Let's grab our next break. When we come back, um, I want to look to the future uh, of these two teams, and I want to dive into some college football as well. No NBA. I want to talk some NBA as well. Um, Got to ask about these Bucks and about Doc Rivers as well. Last night they get blown out by the uh, by the Miami Heat, who had like two starters on their squad on, at on the road. I want to dive into that um, as well. Uh, also, um, one if we can have time, I hope time permitting. There was a rumor, there's word out that um, that the Warriors um, requ- uh, submitted a request or submitted a trade. Uh, to the Lakers for LeBron, but Lakers and LeBron turned it down. We'll definitely dive into that and see how real is that and what these guys think about that as well. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Taking a quick break. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. 
back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, also joined by our good buddy, Special K. Uh, can't, uh, I can't um, not uh, forget about our, our good buddy, Special K, man. Thank you for joining us each and every week, uh, K, and, and, and making the show uh, what it is, uh, helping make the show what it is. So appreciate you, brother, for, uh, for that, providing your insight. And you know, I'm surprised that he's taking it easy on me, ladies and gentlemen. This evening, I, 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 this is one of the shows that when my team goes down and Special K calls in, or you know, other other callers call, you know, call in. You know, sometimes I, I gotta restrain myself. I gotta put myself in a mental state where I don't get too wrapped up and too and too emotional, if you will. But K's taking it easy on me. Hopefully, it'll, you know, you know, not hopefully, but maybe it'll change. You know, you know, some part of this, uh, you know, throughout the show, but usually K takes it, takes it, he, he, he gives it to me. He don't sugarcoat anything <laughs> by any stretch. But uh, nonetheless, let's um, let's keep this train rolling, if you will. And E, uh, I want to talk about, um, you know, before we get into the, the those the other guys, the 49ers um, have. We talked about the the defense and what took place in that that overtime game um, on Sunday, and ultimately. Uh, Mahomes took advantage of that. Um, a lot of people, including myself as a 49er fan, I thought that the, you know, that, that coverage was kind of soft, kind of suspect. Um, and Kyle Shanahan at one point, um, you know, pre-snap, he saw what defensive coverage they were in or lineup they were in, and he, he, he saw his face. He immediately called timeout, and he forced Steve Wilkes to, uh, to, to change that defense. Um, it didn't matter in the game. The, the Chiefs still went down there and scored the game-winning touchdown. Um, but uh, what he did do, he forced him to, you know, to change the defense, and he also forced him to change his uh, his uh, his employee address as well. Because today, if you're not sure, if you're not if you're not aware, uh, 49ers have fired uh, defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. Uh, uh, and relieving him after one year, and according to Kyle Shanahan, it said he said to quote him, "It just not it was just not a good fit." E, um, um, let me let me just lay it out for you before you know before you give your thoughts and opinions on this because I I, I am dialed into this, and then I'll let you guys you know give your thoughts and opinions you know based off of what I just said and based off what I'm about to say. And going into the season, I thought Steve Wilkes was um, a good fit. You know, keep in mind, is coming off of D'Amico Ryan's two years removed from him, a year removed from him, new head coach in Texas, the Texas, the Houston Texans. You see what he did there. Got to that young team with C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback there. Um, coming into this season, when Steve Wilkes was uh, hired, I thought it was a good fit. I thought it was a good fit because. Um, you know, he was the interim head coach from Carolina last year, and, you know, obviously they didn't bring him back. But, you know, he's a secondary guy. He's uh, he's more of a, uh, you know, a defensive secondary guy. So I thought that was a good fit because of the fact that the matter is that was the weak part of the 49ers defense going into this year, coming into the season. And I thought that if a guy can focus more on that secondary um, it would help that the the back end of this of this defense would be tremendous because you know that front four is you know is probably the best front four in all of football arguably arguably ladies and gentlemen and I don't think it's under I think it's unarguably that you know when healthy they have the best linebackers in in the business as a tandem uh, for sure but 
as the year progressed, Ian and, and Kay and listeners uh, as well, is that, you know, when I'm seeing this, he was in, he started off in the booth. He started off in the booth and you saw, you know, that there was a lot of points given up that you didn't see from, I mean, pretty much, and, and keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the personnel is pretty much the same, all right? Maybe one guy here, Javon uh, Hargrave, came in, but no, no significant changes. So you have like one, maybe two guys that were different there. So with that being said, um, you know, there was, there was a lot of points being given up, a lot of yards being given up as well. I know they finished in top 10 in yards per game, yards, you know, uh, um, points per game as well. But it just didn't seem like he had a a a, a, a good feel for uh, for for this team for this for this personnel. So with all that being said, he was on a hot seat for the most part. So they ultimately bring him down from the uh, the booth and bring him on the field. Kyle Shanahan didn't like that. Being, didn't like him being in the booth. They brought him down, and then ultimately that you know it, it kind of changed things a little bit because you had guys like a Fred Warner, you know Dre Greenlaw, Nick Bosa, you know those guys being able to, to communicate with him right then and there. As soon as they got out the field, instead of calling up to the booth, you know it changed a little bit for a little bit, but not too much longer. I know the numbers are going to tell you something different, but if you watch the 49ers as much as I do, you know exactly what I'm saying. So with that being said, nonetheless, all that took transpired, wasn't comfortable. We saw what happened in the, in the Green Bay game, in the divisional round, and in the, um, the, uh, the, the NFC Championship game against the Detroit Lions, and ultimately that last drive against, the, uh, against Mahomes and the Chiefs. And then they felt like he had to go. E, was this firing warranted? by the uh, San Francisco 49ers, or do you think that Steve Wilkes was ultimately an escape goat, um, you know, for the 49ers losing? Okay, a couple things. Now, without being inside the locker room and Shanahan saying he was a good fit, it's really hard to speak on that because we don't know. Now, Shanahan's an offensive-minded guy, so I do think he should – the defensive coordinator should be on the sideline. Now, if you got Mm -hmm. a defensive-minded head coach who's pretty much calling the defense and you just kind of there to assist, yeah, you can be up in the booth because you got a better view of the field. But in this particular case, he did need to be on the sideline. Now, was he a scapegoat? Go. I, I do kind of think so because somebody has the answer for yeah. for for what happened throughout the season, and it's not going to be Shanahan. And so <laughs> that that that's that's the move you make if right. you are a defensive coach and the offense messes up, you file off as a coordinator and vice versa. So I do think. Now, Shanahan says he wasn't a good fit. Maybe he wasn't a good fit. Again, I'm not inside the locker room. I'm not a person. I don't know. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. his word for that. But, um, yeah, if 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 Shanahan said he wasn't a good fit, somebody got to answer for that. Yeah, I do think it was it was warranted. Now, I think he will get another job. I hate to see a black yeah, man sure. lose his job. But, again, somebody hey, – you got to answer for Santino, Carlo. Somebody got to answer for <laughs> Santino. And, unfortunately – this time it was him. Yeah, and I agree. He's definitely going to to to, to land on his feet, and I, and I hope people don't. I know a lot of people out there when 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 an African American loses his job, it automatically seems like you know it's it's that thing. But you know, if you look at the history of uh, of the that organization, meaning 
49ers organization, you know that's not what it's about. I mean, if it was about that, he would have never gotten the job. If it was about that, uh, D'Amico Ryans wouldn't be a head coach for the Houston Texans. If it was about that, uh, Robert Sala wouldn't be wouldn't be a head coach of the uh, New York Giants, uh, Jets. Go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah, did you know this? Because I just recently learned this, and maybe I'm not up on game. You guys may have known this. If a team hires yes. um, um, minority candidates – and the minority candidate gets elevated to another team that that said team gets compensatory, compensatory picks. Yep. Did y'all know that? I yeah, did I not that. know that until recently. So, yeah. yeah. So you're looking at my – I got a guy who's a D.C. If I can get him elevated into a head coach, they give me an extra pick. So, yeah. But he, he, he ain't working out. He got to go. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I agree with you because, you know, they said uh, I think the Rams – and San Francisco lead the league in this by getting yeah. minority candidates promoted and getting those extra picks. So you know, hats yeah. off to Shanahan for that. Yeah, man, and there's going to be and there's going to be more because uh, and you know that's a, a topic from a different day. But if, if you look at it, ladies and gentlemen, look up um, how many head, how many assistant coaches have been promoted by the 49ers. I mean, have been promoted um, to other organizations from the 49ers. E, your um, your organization, your your Saints. Just got yeah. um, the the quarterback uh, and the quarterback uh, coordinator, passing coordinator, and elevated him to the offensive coordinator for the Saints. So, yeah. um, granted, he's not an he's not a, a a minority coach, but nonetheless, that's what the Forty Nineers that that this that's what he's do. Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn, who's the uh, was a running back coach for the San Francisco Forty Nineers, has been uh, um, uh, assisted with the running back coordinator for the uh, the Washington Commanders. So yeah, that's what they do. So I don't want anybody to pull a race car there because I've been hearing rumblings of uh, of that, and I can't stand that. But but nonetheless, um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right there. But Kay, what, what say you about the firing of uh, Steve Wilkes by the Forty Niners? <clears throat> Uh, let me just say scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. I can't argue. I, I don't think it was a race thing. I, I agree with y'all on that, but um, I definitely think he was a scapegoat because um, I don't think that defense was terrible. Now, did they have some loose ends? I mean, every defense does. Depending every on the offense. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he, he, he wasn't nothing but a scapegoat. I mean, there's really nothing else for me to say about that. Now, I mean, again, there, there could have been some things he might may have done different. And I don't know if him being on the sideline in a booth make a difference and all that. Because if you're putting the the players in the correct position, they're just not making the play. That's not on you. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. So, um, scapegoat. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 and I agree with you. That's why I posed the question because I was on the fence with that as well. Are they, you know, I wanted to be like, is he a scapegoat or, you know, but me being on the inside looking in because I did watch, I watched every single snap. Well, maybe I missed a couple because I ran to the bathroom, but the majority I watched every single game and, you know, and, you know, even my wife can tell you, my wife called for him. Like, why is he in the booth? Why is he not down? Robert Salas, he's a big fan of Robert Salas. He's a big fan of Domingo Ryan. Why? They were on the field. They were on the field. They were, you know, being there. She, she noticed that. Kyle Kyle comes down and brings him down, you know, changed the lock on the uh, on the door up in, in, in the booth, up in the booth, so he couldn't go back up in there. And 
Um, and and then you know you saw a little bit of a, a of a difference there, and you look at the numbers, and again you can compare those numbers to D'Amico Ryan's numbers from last year. They're somewhat slightly better, but and in certain situations he just didn't call you know a, a really good a really good defense. But I can't argue if you if you want to call him a scapegoat. If you want to call him a scapegoat, I'm not going to argue with you there. And if you say he's not, I'm not going to argue with you there either. I, you, I could take it either way. But me seeing what I saw for the for the for the majority of this for all of the season, from the first uh, uh, snap of the of the season to the last snap of the season for the 49ers, I can honestly say he had to go. I I, I think he had to go, and I, I think. You know, maybe um, you know, uh, was it Johnny Hollins, the uh, the the linebacker coach right now, um, who is an African American quarterback. I mean, African American coach. I think he he's probably next in line. Um, they they're looking internally and they're looking externally as well. Uh, I would love to see Johnny Hollins get there. He's been there for quite some time, and you know, Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw and those guys love him. So hopefully they can you know they they can bring him in there and see how that goes. All right, good I, stuff there. I saw go ahead, this go ahead. real quick. I, I saw the message you put in the chat today. Come out mm-hmm. to somebody get me Bill Belichick's number. <laughs> I, I, know I know. That's why I have to answer the chat ahead. Nah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Bill ain't going to do that. Nah. Hey, he, hey. I don't even think Bill want to answer to John Lynch. That's all the chat ahead. Hey, did you hear me say that on the show tonight? I was. I was. That's why I'm calling you out because you just go skip right over that, and I'm like, you didn't put that in the chat today. I, I did. Man, I was like, what? He put, hey, in a perfect world, he, in a perfect world, that'd be a great fit, though. If you can care a lot, that'd be that, that'd be sexy, man. You know, Kyle Shanahan calling the offense. That's if Bill, Bill, if Bill will listen, but Bill ain't gonna what, listen. Hey, Bill! Bill's gonna do his own thing. Bill, Kyle Shanahan ain't gonna say anything to Bill. He's, it's gonna be totally different. He's gonna be like, "Hey, listen, this is your this is one of the one of the perks of you being the offense. I mean, the defensive coordinator is you're not answering to anybody. This is your defense. You don't. I'm not. I'm not even gonna come in here peeking on 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 the defensive meetings. Uh, you know, I'm not. You know, and well, you all know, I say, you know. She- you know, Cal is good, and he learned this from his father. He has cameras in all his assistant coaches' office and, and all the meeting rooms where he can look in on me or whatever and just yeah. Skype in like he the voice of Jesus. So I can see Bill in that center of the defense, and all of a sudden, Cal voice come out of nowhere, and Bill head on down to Shanahan's office. Next thing you know, Lynch got to come in. Yeah, no, nah, it's not going to work. I, I, you know what? But, you know, I think there would be a different level of respect there. Though, and again, I'm not not saying this is going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. But if I if if I were a, a, a salesperson, which I'm far from not, ladies and gentlemen, I would just say, hey, Bill, listen, this is your defense. You know, I'm not going to peek in. You know, if you want to have your people come in here and 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 sweep the room for cameras and bugs and things of that nature, I'm come on in and do that. You know, I'm not going to ask you what's going on. I'm going to trust you, and I mean, you have full control over that defense, and you know you have full control of. Listen, we're going to go defense here in the draft. Who do you want here? We want to go. We want to bring in, you know, a linebacker or a corner, a free agency. Who who do you want to do here? Who do you want to trade for? It's it's your call. That's that would be my pitch to to, to Bill Belichick. But you 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 can't argue. I know Bill Belichick is not going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm just just looking at it from a fantasy um, aspect of it. But yeah, I I had to throw that out there nonetheless because he's available and he's a defensive guy. He want to coach. 
Oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> All right, uh, this is what we got here. Next thing uh, I, I want to jump on is here. Uh, I just want to ask this question um, uh, uh, for you, uh, 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 Ian, and we'll move on. Just actually, let's jump into some. Let's jump into some um, some uh, some uh, some basketball NBA? here, man, because some shout, NBA. Shout, yeah. Real, real quick, ahead. before we get into NBA, shout out to Shaq. Uh, all that no magic. Yes. Retired Shaq's jersey last night. First Finally. jersey ever in the history of the Magic to have to retire jersey. And that's um the Magic, that's Special K squad. Okay. All right. So let's 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 talk that then. Let's break that. That wasn't on the on the list. So so good stuff there, E. So with that being said, how do you feel about that, E? Stay on stay on that and then how you feel about it and uh, and then K, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, well, I'm a big-time Shaq fan, so, I mean, yeah. I think it's well-deserved. I mean, mm-hmm. Shaq, you know, was one of the first players that the Magic drafted. I think Nick Anderson was the first, I think. But they brought yes. in Shaq. Shaq took him to the finals. I mean, you know, um, um, Jordan only played, like, you know, two games that year. He came back, so he got to put asterisk yeah. by the Houston Rockets okay. championship. But, no, Shaq and Kennedy <laughs> did their thing, and um, they, they the, the Magic were hot in these streets. Back then, that was like, I think maybe the year before I moved here officially, I came down and did an internship down here, but I didn't live here officially yet. But, yeah, the Magic were hot out of these streets back with Nick Anderson, Shaq, Kenny, 3D. They had all kinds of clubs and stuff downtown. Yeah, um, so I I think it was well-deserved that Shaq, you know, got, got the number 32 retired. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, if I agree. I agree, and then I'm a big Shaq fan, man. I mean, me and Shaq are pretty much the same age. I think we were born in the same year. Shaq a little couple, a couple years older, but nonetheless. And I, I remember Shaq coming out of LSU, man, and I remember his Shaq Diesel, uh, his album. I, I bought that thing, and one of my favorite uh, lines from him, he was like, "I flow like a river. I flow like a, a how's it go?" Um, I uh, forget how it goes, man. It's gonna come to me. I'll, but okay, I'll turn it over to you, and then I'll I'll think about the. Um, no, he said it's how it goes. I flow like a stream, or better yet, a river. You need to call me mailman since call can't deliver. That was my stuff back then, man. Shaq, Shaq had bars back then. Shaq had bars back then. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I agree. I'll turn it over to UK in a, in a moment. But yeah, you know Shaq was you know that guy, man, just um, you know ripping down boards, man, and uh, you know just being that that rookie, him and and Penny and Nick Anderson and uh, 3D, uh, you know, um, you know Dennis Scott. Um, I forget they had one more guy there. I can't think of uh, who it was. Uh, they had another guy, and and I couldn't stand Scott, him, Scott. man. Scott Scott, he was Scott was no. They had another guy there, who the they had a power forward. I forget the power forward's name, but anyway, nonetheless, um, yeah, those those guys, man, they I mean they were young, uh, they were hungry, man, and they, you know they gave that like you mentioned, e, they gave um, the Chicago Bulls, um, you know, a fit that um, you know that finals there, man, when they got swept, that was you know that was rough. But um, yeah, just finally, and I, I didn't think it was going to happen, man. And 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 I never heard Shaq lobby for it. But now that he, um, you know, that he's gotten it, um, well deserved, man. And 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 um, you know, he he's, he might have three jerseys retired, man. He may have three jerseys retired before it's all said and done. But Kay, your squad, your man, your 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 dog, what, what's that you? So uh, the player I think he was trying to think about was Horace Grant. Horace um, Grant, yeah, there, 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 there he was, yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, it's it's well deserved. I think the reason Shaq never lied for his jersey to be retired for the Magic was because he didn't win the championship here. The other two teams that retired his jersey is uh, the Lakers in Miami. Yeah, um, he won a championship with them. He didn't win one here, um, right. but he is one of two players that have their jersey retired for three teams yeah. that they actually played for. Um, so, yeah, it's well-deserved, man. Shaq is the greatest player that we've ever had. Um, I mean, I think there's truly three greats that we've had. I mean, Nick Anderson was high on the board because he's really only played for us. I mean, I think he played for Chicago for a slight little bit, but, um, I mean, this is this is home. Um, yeah. And he still lives here from my understanding. Um, but, yeah, the, the greats is Shaq, Penny, and, and Tracy. Um, I don't yeah, think Tracy or Penny change. would uh, uh, get their jersey retri- retired, but um, Dwight may be on that list as well, um, depending on how you know you want to look at that down the road. I don't see that happening no time soon, though. But Dwight did some great things as well, um, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised I see his jersey get retired. I'm going to say next because Penny didn't play long enough. And Tracy, with Tracy, although Tracy was great, we ain't really yeah. win nothing with Tracy. So um, yeah. I can see Dwight getting his jersey retired. And the way Banchero's playing right now, man, if he has some longevity <laughs> with the team, yeah. um, I can see that happening too. So, um, But that's that's years down the road. Um, he's, what, second year in, something like that. Um, but, you know, he did make the All-Star game. And yeah. as I've always said, man, whenever we've had the first pick in the draft, um, Shaq, Dwight, um, we end up in the in the finals. So uh, right now, I say <laughs> Banchero's on pace. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen like next year. Another three, four years down the road, but um, we typically end up in the finals. So um, I see that on the horizon, man. The team's looking better. They're playing tough. They played tough last night. They lost, um, but they played tough. Um, and I, I, I respect the way they play. They play decent for mine at first. But they can score. Um, I think we need one more piece. Um, to be honest, what that piece is, it's hard to say um, because we got a lot of good players, man. But we just need like one more dog, um, one more, you know, it, whether he a starter or coming off the bench. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he's that. But back to Shaq, um, well deserved, greatest yeah. player to ever put on a Magic jersey. Um, so hats off, congratulations. Yeah, for sure, and they're up. They're up ten right now against the the Knicks, who's been hot of late, but seems to be tapering off. But nonetheless, the the Magic are up by by ten. And let me ask you this, uh, uh, Kay. I'm gonna stay with you on this one. Um, Anthony Hardaway. I know you you mentioned, or we know that he didn't play that long, but I gotta believe, man. I mean, he, that guy was unbelievable, and and and. and you know his early there, early years there. You don't see any way or anything or any chance of him getting his jersey retired, man, and getting hung up in the Raptors because Anthony was was a monster, man. He he really was. Um, but so you don't see any chance of him, you know, getting that re- that jersey retired. Absolutely not. I mean, I, I mean, okay. as as the team we have right now, um, you know, as the, as the, as what the team has been over 30 years, um, no. 
And, and the reason I say that is, um, well, let me back it up. Um, yes, as of right now, but no time soon. Um, it will be down the road. Now, if we turn into some conglomerate or something like that, or we go through some dynasty years or whatever, gotcha. okay, okay. That's, that's going to push that back. You know what I, I mean? But at, at the moment, we haven't had that consistent, you know, time frame where we've just been, oh, yeah, it, it, the magic ain't top, but they're they going to be there. You know what I mean? We haven't had yeah. that. We're not known as like the Lakers or the Knicks or, or, or the Celtics or, you know, any of those big-time, long-term NBA teams. So right. as it is right now, without any championship, yes. But if we go through, say, like we have this team now, if they go through, they turn into some conglomerate and they win three out of four or something like that, that's going to push that back because all those players on their team are have, a, have an argument. So um, I as of now, yes. But, you know, if, it, if something changes and we start winning big time, no. Wow, that, that's hard to believe that he wouldn't be under consideration. But again, I, I get what the you know what what happened was you know he you know he he got hurt uh, early, um, but him coming out of uh, you know Memphis State at the time that he came out and just being Anthony Penny Hardaway and leading that team to you know the NBA Finals, even though they got swept by the uh, uh, by the Houston Rockets that year, I still think that he's somewhat consideration should be in somewhat consideration because go ahead the, lady. the the reason i say no there's really yeah. no argument you can make for him okay here are his stats because you know with basketball it's the mm-hmm. basketball hall of fame not just nba so gotcha. he's um aac tournament champion and uh um well that's his coaching career NIT coaching career uh, as a player he was first team parade all american in 1990 Mm-hmm. Um, two-time Midwest Player of the Year in 92-93, Conference First Team All-American in 93, NBA okay. All-Rookie First Team in 94, All-NBA Team in 97, two-time NBA First Team 95-96, four-time NBA All-Star 95-98. Those are his career numbers. So I, 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 they're definitely not Hall of Fame numbers. And that encompasses everything, but there's really no argument to make because gotcha. in order to get your number retired for a team, I mean, I think that's a really special achievement that's equivalent kind of like to the Hall of Fame. Not saying that he wasn't good. He was good as right. Magic. He won number one, but if somebody else comes along and wears the number one and has a greater career, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it just, yeah. I just don't, I don't see an argument for retiring his jersey. And, and as long as they took him to retire Shaq, well, they didn't really like Shaq here, though, because, you know, they <laughs> left and stuff. Yeah, so I think a lot of that was personal. But if it took you this long to retire Shaq, I think you would retire Nick Anderson's jersey before you were pennies. Because Nick is still heavily involved with the organization. Yeah, great point there, man. I mean, great point there. Um, okay, any, any final thoughts on that before before we move on? I mean, I agree. I agree with with Isay. I mean, one one argument Penny would have if he played for the Magic um, as long, if not longer, than Shaq did. So um, that would be one argument in Penny's favor. Um, but no, I, I I agree. It just just wasn't long enough. I mean, Shaq wasn't long either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, however, he was just so dominant from the beginning. 
you know, and then the player that he turned out to be um, yeah. also uh, had, holds some weight on that as well. So um, I don't think there's a, a true argument for Penny other than he has a nice shoe. Um, he has <laughs> one of the greatest commercials of all time. Yeah. Penny. Um, you know, yeah, you know, um, but outside of that, man, now nah, nah, basketball Hall of Fame, that, he, he may accomplish that down the road with what he's doing in college. You know what I'm saying now? You know what I mean? So if you put all of it together, he may get in that way. But as a player, nah, I don't see it, man. And don't get me wrong. I got a penny jersey in the closet right now. I love penny <laughs> and, and, and yeah, two pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let, let me stay on this last last one here, man. It just popped into my head. I want to know from, from you, Kay. I'll stay with you, and then Eok, I'll come to you. Why now? Why now uh, retire um, Shaq's jersey with with the uh, with the Magic? Um, what's your thoughts and opinions on that? Okay. Excitement, attention. We need to bring some excitement, some attention to the to, to the team. Like even mm-hmm. on the night where they sh- they retired Shaq's jersey, and and you know we got a national T- TNT broadcast. They didn't mm-hmm. sell out. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and you can tell that watching the game because they'll always keep it lower level. They won't show the upper deck too yeah, much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Point, they'll try to stay away from it. And the lights will be off upper level. You know, yeah. that, that tells you. They ain't got to tell you. That tells you there's no sellout. You know, right. any game that's a sellout and it's on national TV, they pan into the crowd often. You know what I mean? And that didn't yeah. happen last night. So that tells you a lot. But that's, I think that was more what it was all about anything else. I mean, not that it wasn't deserving, um, but they need to bring some kind of excitement, some kind of attention to um, what we now have as a good team. Unless of that, you're going to end up losing a bunch of great players when it's time for them to go because we have a young, young, young team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff there. Uh, uh, appreciate it. Um, uh, e, what, what say you about you know that question? Uh, why, why now? Why retire our sex uh, jersey now? No, I don't really know. Like, that's just like Kay said, if yeah. it, it could be publicity, I mean, you know, the Taylor Swift effect, maybe Shaq Swift, yeah, I don't know. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know why now, you know, just out of the blue. Because like, like Kay said earlier, he won a championship in Miami. He won three championships in L.A. He, he yeah. didn't really win anything here. And it's not like, well, imagine right. driving these streets for the first time in years. <laughs> that, 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 that ain't really got anything to do with Shaq. But, I mean, I guess they trying to stay relevant. So they they did. I, I don't know. I don't know. As to yeah, why exactly. Now. I don't that, know it's either. a very interesting question. Yeah, that's why I asked. That's why I asked uh, Kay because he's part. You know, he's more in tune and more dialed in than than we are. And I just didn't see like really. And they kind of missed you. I almost missed it. Like, well, Shaq, oh, getting his jersey retired by the Magic. I'm like, why? Why now? And then, what, and what then us retiring but, his jersey that 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 allows us to get on national TV. It's Shaq. This ain't this ain't uh, uh, Chris Miller. You know what I mean? It's, it's Shaq. <laughs> so, you know, retiring Shaq's jersey, you know what I mean? In this day and time, yeah. that's almost like retiring Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. get attention for that. So um, I, I don't see it being nothing else. 
Okay. I, yeah, I don't know what happened there or what they what they gained out of that. But um, other than, you know, Shaq's being another jersey retirement for Shaq. Uh, all right, good stuff. All right, we got uh, got about a little over 10 minutes here. I want to um, I want to jump into some NBA real um, – not real quick, but I want to jump into some NBA here, E, and I want to start off, I guess, with one of the, the biggest things that, that I have on my list. And if you have something else, if you want to – because I do have the Lakers. But I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, man. I, I want to talk about – what they've done up until this point, and when you look at the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and and you see what's transpired, we're talking about. We kind of talked about this last week, and but now, um, you know, we got the Doc Rivers in, and it's the third coach in the last you know year and a half or what have you. Um, what say you about this? Last night, the uh, the the uh, the Bucks lose by twenty plus points to the Miami Heat, and keep in mind. We know the Miami Heat went to the NBA Finals last year, and even that is saying a lot. Considered if you look at their roster, that's saying uh, you know a lot. But now the Miami Heat goes into Milwaukee without Jimmy Butler, without the recently um, uh, uh, um, the recently acquired uh, Terry Rozier, without another guy um, Josh uh, Richardson as well. All down with uh, inj- well, uh, Rozier and and Josh Richardson are down with injuries. Butler is out down out with um you know um he's also a member of his family so he's out for personal reasons but hey, these guys go in here and we're, we're talking about Nikolai Jokic not 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 Denver Nuggets Nikolai Jokic we got another Nikolai Jokic as well we got Hami Vasquez you got Tyler Hero you got Bam uh, out out of Bayou you got Caleb Martin um and other guys that you know just aren't blowing up you know the fan votes for the NBA All-Star game by any stretch of the imagination. They go in there and they beat them by 20-plus points on their floor. And keep in mind, Giannis played, Dame played, uh, all their big guys, all big-name guys, guys played, and they, they blew them out. Uh, what say you about the Bucks? Um, I know they signed Doc Rivers to a five-year deal, but do you see Doc? Lasting this season, man. I know that I put in the notes this, you know, NBA weekend, All Star weekend, but that's a little bit of a stretch, I think. Something I, I you know, a little, got a little excited there. But nonetheless, what say you about uh, this collaboration, and, and how long will it stay together? That should have never been hurt. And I, I, I came I, out when that happened and said, Doc never should have mm-hmm. got this job. Whoever made that decision should, not only should Doc be fired, but whoever made that decision should also be fired because this is obviously not working out. You fire a guy who had you over 500 and because he wasn't, and I'm putting up there, quote, a good fit. But then you bring in Doc Rivers and you lose it. You get beat by 30 by the Miami Heat without the Miami Heat's best player. Nothing against the Miami Heat. I mean, the Miami Heat. No, 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 you're right. The Miami Miami Heat goes as Jimmy Butler goes. I mean, yeah, you Mm -hmm. got Tyler Hero. You got some other guys. You got Bam. But I'm saying, you you can lose to the Heat without Jimmy Butler, but it should come down to double overtime, and they beat you (laughs) by one point. If they come in there and beat your ass by 30, and Jimmy not even playing, I mean, and and you still got, like you said, you got Chris Middleton, you got Dame Dollar, you got Giannis. I mean, and 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 the only major thing that has changed over there is you find your old coach and bring it yeah. in Doc. Now, I'm not yeah. saying it's necessarily Doc's fault, but you shouldn't have fired the other dude. Now, I said they said the rumor was he yelled at Giannis's brother. Well, hey, 
Giannis' brother just got to get thicker skin. Or you should have rolled Giannis' brother ass up out of there. Mm-hmm. And probably should nobody else take him because the only reason he's on the team is probably to keep Giannis happy. You know, he, he probably DMPCD pretty much. They they write that down like, who we play next week? Uh, we got mm-hmm. the Bulls next week. Oh, yeah, put him down, DMPCD. Coach is a week away. Yeah, he, he, he did not play coach's decision, ladies and gentlemen, what that stands for, DMPCD. So, yeah, he's not going out there. But I'm saying, I know the other dude now, I can't even think of that dude's name off the top of my head. I'm sorry for keep calling him another dude. But I know he's looking like, yeah, y'all fired me for this. This, no. this is what he, – yeah, y'all deserve everything that y'all getting right now. Griffin. I mean, yeah, Griffin. It, it's, it's – yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's a sad set of a fans in Milwaukee. I mean, you were talking about a team that's projected to compete for the East, them in Boston. Yeah. And, and look where and look where you are now. I mean, and, and Doc, it's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you out here doing, Doc? I mean, again, not only should Doc be fired, whoever made the decision to hire Doc should also be terminated for cause. Yeah, you know what, even, you know, as bad as it sounds, I mean, you look at the East and you look at their third in the East right now. They're they're 15 games above 500 right now. They're third and they're seven and a half games behind Boston, a game and a half behind Cleveland for the second position, a game and a half above the Knicks for the, the fourth position, the third position, however you want to look at that. So the East is kind of stacked. It's, 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 you, know, it's, it's, you know, depending on where you are, there's still some – you know, you know, there's still some uh, room there for you to, to to move up, and if you mess up, room for you to move down. But I, this is why I don't, I don't understand the move. Why they they went out and got Doc Rivers, man? Because it's starting to realize to me, it's starting to feel like to me that this is a players' team. Um, if you look at um, if you look at this team, you got Giannis, you got Dame, and and, and things of that nature, and you got Doc. It's hard to mess this up, and if you and if if, it, if, the, if this doesn't work. Meaning Doc Rivers and the Bucks, uh, the players don't work. You have to put that on the players, man. You have to put that on the players. And I'm watching the game last night, guys. And uh, you know, with the Heat and against the Bucks, do you do you see these guys? Uh, go back if you can, ladies and gentlemen, and watch. Look at the the benches, the the bench, the seating on the bench. Like it looks like first class, like um, you know, you know, the first class seating. If you look at it, there's like cushioned seats. And it's like leather seat. The only thing that's missing is the button for the the recliner for the, the reclining back. I mean, and then you look at the visitor seats, and you see just like regular chairs. Like these dudes are so pampered, and they have such an ego. Meaning Giannis and these guys, because I know they they control everything there. I know they do. That's why they're making the money that they they they're making. But Kay, what say you about the Bucks and the uh, and and the uh, and Doc Rivers that collaboration there? Does it, will it work, or how how far can uh, how far will they go, and how long will uh, will Doc Rivers stay with them? I, work, I don't know. That's hard to say at this point. You know what I mean? I don't think there's been enough. It don't look good though. Uh, let me say that. You know, uh, his scheme may not fit uh, the personnel that's there. Um, however, I think at this point, I mean, he's locked in at least throughout the season. And if they get in the, the playoffs and they shake and make some noise, you know, he'll be back. Um, yeah. but if they get, if they get beat to sleep, um, you know, I, if they out of that <laughs> first, second round, he ain't coming back and mark my words on that. By July 1st, he'll be gone. Um, 
you know, so it, it's all contingent on how they they finish and, and how they do in the playoffs with Doc. Um, and I'm giving them a pass because, I mean, Doc didn't get training camp. Doc didn't get preseason. You know what I'm That's saying? Like so like they're, they're, I like they're, that they're trying to, you know, they're still trying to learn how to play Doc ball. You know what I mean? If they're trying to learn how to play Doc ball, because you didn't destroy <laughs> it like that. You, yeah, I don't know how much trying in it because, you know what I mean? As somebody always always says they they you know to get beat like that, man. You you really don't you really not putting out enough. You know yeah. that should never happen. But anyway, um, yeah, that's really my thought on it, man. It, it, it's it's they're still trying to go with Doc. You know, um, you know, giving them a slight pass um, because he didn't get preseason or training camp. You know, um, he came in midseason. They already engulfed into somebody else's flow. And, and, you know, if Doc being a good coach in this type of situation, instead of you just coming in and just try to totally revamp, you try yeah. to learn what they were already doing and, and, and you know, incorporate yours into that instead of trying yeah. to completely change them. So I think that has a lot to do with it, man. So I give them a little bit of pass and say um, it, it, it'd be contingent on how they how they finish off in the playoffs. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. All right, we got a couple minutes here before we get into uh, East Scott's uh, segment, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so with that being said, um, I, I wanted I wanted to talk a little bit more NBA. If we have time after East Scott's segment, uh, we'll dive back into it. But I definitely want to get this in because I got to hear your thoughts and opinions on this, and as yours as well. E, I mean, okay, um, Chip Kelly. I, I, you know, especially to college football, Chip Kelly has been named. The uh, the offensive coordinator for the uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes under Ryan Day, um, you know this is this is a a, a guy a journeyman at at, at best uh, you know you know if you will started off his you know, I guess he got his name really his brand going with Oregon uh, back in the day with Marcus Mariota, Michael James, guys of that nature. Then you know of course his stint with. San Francisco. I'm going in no particular order. Uh, the Philadelphia 70. I mean, it's 76. Wow. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, he had a lot of power there. Then he was the uh, the uh, the head coach for the San Francisco 49ers as well. And then he's coming off a of UCLA stint. You know, there's a lot of stops in, in in between. But e with that resume, man, and him and him going to the Ohio State Buckeyes. How do you see this fitting? Will, will his offense work with this offense? I mean, with this particular team? And we don't typically see an offense like Chip Kelly. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with Chip Kelly's offense, just, just Google it, YouTube it, or whatever, and you'll see what type of offense he runs. But what say you about Chip Kelly being hired as the offensive coordinator for the Ohio State Buckeyes? E? To be 100% honest, K.Y., I didn't know he wasn't at UCLA anymore. I, I was shocked okay. when I found out he was hired. I said, I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you go from head coach to uh, office coordinator? I didn't realize you and him and you and parted ways. I don't even know if it was a firing or a mutual agreement Hold up. Hold up. or, or whatever. I, just, I, want, I want to interject on you real quick, and I'll let you finish. He wasn't fired. He was the coach still. He left oh, so, UCLA to go to Ohio State. 
Oh, okay. So then I was right. I because I can say I I didn't realize he had left USC. Yeah, but K, that's a real suspect. Why yeah. would you go from why would you go from being the H N I C to the office to the office coordinator reporting to somebody else? I know they said everybody got a boss, but when you the head coach, you only reporting to the A D. Now. As office coordinator, you reported nah, nah, some some round in the state of Denmark. It did not just achieve that. That don't <laughs> sound right. Now your original question came off. Can his yeah. office work at Ohio State? Maybe. I mean, yeah. because his 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 fast paced offense is a college offense. It's been yeah. proven in college, not so much on the professional level, but in Excellent. college, if him and Ryan Day can get you know a good solid quarterback in there. Um, you know, get the personnel because he also needs personnel to run this offense, and and it can work. But yeah, I got more questions now that Caden told me he didn't get fired from UCLA. I was right; he was still at UCLA. Now he left out to be the OC somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I got more questions than I got answers. <laughs> for sure, and for, for ladies and gentlemen, HNIC stands for Head Noop. In charge. Head noop in charge. Yo, yo. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, what what say you what say you about that, brother? Um, you know, is 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 one man scratching another man's back. Yeah. Um, so as I saw it on T V, I just so happened to be one of the episodes I caught they was talking about this. Um, there's rumor, air quotes, as he would say, there's mm-hmm. rumor that um, he was on his way out at UCLA, um, you know, if, if next season wasn't too great. Um, so I think he just he just took, you know, he took the high road. Hey, man, I'm going to get up out of here. You ain't got to fire me, I'll leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he, he was still officially the, the coach um, when he was uh, – when he took the job at Ohio State. Now, as far as him at Ohio State, as far as it working – um, one for Ohio State, I think this was a a a a battle cry or a a, a cry wolf, if you will, um, yeah. because you know they're losing a lot of players. My understanding, you know, and they're not looking like they're gonna be a top dog next year. I mean, they're gonna bring yeah. them in and say, um, you know, they're a top ten team, this, that, and third. But um, me personally, I don't see it. Now, will they look good next year? Yeah, because Michigan is going to be on a on a downswing. You know, after yeah, a championship, you know, typically a team like that going to lose a lot of top players. Um, so yeah, this is prime time for Ohio State to try to look good, and I think that's what it's all about. They want to look good with Chip Kelly, um, but I don't I don't think they're going to win much. Um, I don't I think the offense is fast, it's good for college, but. Um, I don't think it's a championship offense. And, uh, I mean, Poof's in the pudding. I mean, where, where has he won? You know, he's had a big job. Yeah. Has he won a championship? You yeah, know what I mean? So, so, you know, that, that's how I see that, man. Um, I think it's it's Ohio State just looking for um, not attention, but, you know, to say, hey, this is what we're doing. We, we're working to get better. You know what I mean? They got big-time yeah. boosters, so they're trying to make it look good. Um, but I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I, I, I see Philip for sure, but um, yeah, we're we're up against the clock, so I want to elaborate. I'll you know I'll touch on that at, at a later date because we got to get into East Scott's uh, uh, entertainment uh, segment for sure. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the uh, uh, of the show, and, uh, and if you if you don't know, stay on your toes. If you know, you know. All right, it's uh, time for East Scott's entertainment segment. Taking a quick pause at Sports Talk K Walk. East Scott never had a so good sports radio. Be right back. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, Jeff? How you do that, Jeff? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that, Jeff? Let me get a face, Charles. How you do that, Jeff? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that, Jeff? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that, Jeff? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that, Jeff? Who that? What up, ladies and gentlemen? As always, East Scott's Entertainment Segment is being brought to you by Vintage Labs. Vintage Labs is bringing the best patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs Collection at VintageLabsCollection.com. Again, that is VintageLabsCollection.com. The champ is here. The yeah. is here. There you go. Well. <laughs> That's okay. You're going to be up first. So there's no $25 left tonight, so we're going to be real liberal with the scoring because some of these, this is, might be a little more difficult. But if, if well, we'll just see how it goes. Anyway, what we got, we did a couple weeks ago, we did, like, locations. I gave you a sitcom or a TV show, and you had to tell me what city was based out of. Same premise, but tonight we're doing movies. We got 23 of them on the board. You give me, uh, I'll give you a movie, and you tell me the city that that movie was based out of. Special Ooh. K, the champ. Like this. We're starting with you. 13. Number 13, Major League, the movie Major Ooh. League. What city were they based out of? That was my show, I mean, movie. I, I have no idea, man. So I'm going to say uh, Mayberry, Tennessee. What the hell? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you said Tennessee. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a K-Walk, yeah. you want to steal? Because I'm not familiar with a Mayberry, Tennessee. What we're doing here is a failure to communicate. Uh, what? I don't know that it's what the whole, wow. I, um, I'm, I'm going to say Los Angeles, California. I don't know where that was at. Final answer? Final answer, yeah. What team did they play for? What team? Is t- oh, what movie this is again? Major League. Louis- Louisiana? No, Tigers. this ain't Louisiana. This Tigers. is uh, Cleveland. Major, you Major League. Yeah. Oh, dumbass. I thought you said Major P. <clears throat> no, Major League. Oh, yeah, okay. I, no, I, I, I no, missed, yeah. Okay, yeah. For, yeah, for for no points. Special K is correct. Yeah, they, that yeah. was Cleveland. I misunderstood. Me too. Oh, okay. I did too. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that right. that major league. That was, I thought that was an easy one. They yeah, it was. Willie yeah. Mays Hayes. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, Will you? All right, give me number. Where we at? Number. Oh, give me number one. I know that's not okay. Number one, Bad Boys. The original bad boy. The original the one. Okay, are. I just thought you got yeah. yeah, Miami, Florida, final answer. That is correct. Miami is the All correct answer. All Miami and you run out of So that's okay. 14. Number 14, 1-4. Lean on me. 
when you're my strong. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I I ain't sure about that one, but I'm gonna say Philly. Another state. What did you say? Philly. Nah. Nah. Uh, uh, I know it was in Jersey. I just don't know what city in Jersey was in Newark. Newark. Well, see, this is why oh, this is oh. the money is up. This is where the liberal scoring comes in. It's actually Patterson, but you said oh. in Jersey, so we, we're okay. going to give you credit. Again, okay. there's no money on the line. So we're good, but it's Patterson, New Jersey, but we, we'll give you credit for New Jersey. Because there's okay. some where I know you're only really going to know the state. There's a couple on here, okay. but yeah, you get credit for that. Uh, Kwa, we on you. Uh, that, uh, okay. Uh, give me number 21. <clears throat> number 21, Caddyshack. Oh, dang. I have no idea what that was at. Um, I have no idea. Washington, um, Seattle, Washington. Tom Hurts, I don't know. You know damn well they won't play no golf in Seattle. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. That's okay. Caddyshack. I don't know either, man, but I'm going to go with Georgia, Finance. No, it was actually, I would have given credit for South Florida. It was actually Boca Raton, but I'm going to give credit for South Florida. Uh, <laughs> Mr. K, where are you? <laughs> Let me get uh, 12. Number 12. Number 12. Daily Double. Oh. Okay, right now you have no points. And K Y K ten, you can you can risk you can okay you can risk up to ten <coughs> for ten points. If you build it, they will come. Feel the dreams. Uh, Feel the dreams. Have another baseball movie, man. Um, yeah. Kansas finally. Nah. Nah, that was a good guess though. Uh, just K Y, you know. Yeah, Iowa, finally. Yeah, Iowa, well, you don't get the points because it's a daily double. But, yeah, right. Iowa, was the, <laughs> Iowa was the correct answer. That is correct. So, uh, Special K, you dropped down the negative 10. It ain't looking good for a repeat, but we still got a lot of game left. Uh, K-1. Yeah. All right, give me number 20. Oh, I said it's 20. Give me 20. <clears throat> number 20, daily double. Ooh. <laughs> So, okay, you have 10, Special K has negative 10. How many do you want to risk? Uh, I'll do five. I, I, I know the money, no money's on the line, but I got to do five. Okay, for five points, your clue, hustle and flow. <sighs> you know, it's hard out here for a pimp. When I'm yeah. trying to get this money for whoop that trick. Get a whoop that whoop trick. That oh, was that how? Uh, was it Tennessee? Was that in? Uh, it was in Tennessee. I don't know where it was. Um, Memphis. Oh, that's the only state. I mean, that's the only city I know in Tennessee. Really, Memphis, Tennessee. Following. That is the correct answer. We were going to give you credit just for Tennessee, but it okay. is actually Memphis. But yeah, so okay. you do get you get full credit there. Uh, let's say you we went for five, so you get another five. Okay. Uh, Kwa. Oh, okay, right, my bad. Fifteen one five. Uh, uh, where is that? Purple rain. 
All that. St. Paul, Minnesota. Final answer. It was actually Minneapolis across the bridge, but we give you credit for that. Yeah, exactly. So you down the negative five. Okay. Uh, okay, what will you? All right, give me number, where are we at here? 23. Number 23, Footloose. Ah, all right. This is just a state. Hold on, we got a little echo here. Uh, Indiana. Final answer. Can't okay, you can steal. Ah. Nah, I'm going for Kansas again. <laughs> no, the correct answer is Utah. They were asking out in Utah. Why? They were all the way in Utah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. According um, to according to the internet, that's <laughs> in Utah. No, I so, so okay. Uh, sixteen. Uh, number sixteen, the Breakfast Club. Molly Ooh. Ringwald and them. Where were they at? The Breakfast Club. Los Angeles, California. Final right answer. You said that with your chest in this show. Like long. he watched, like he just watched it yeah. this morning. And as wrong as can be, can oh. <laughs> You can see him. <laughs> he had me convinced. Yeah, me too. And I know the answer. And I'm looking at it. He said that with his chest. <laughs> oh, so with that being said, I don't know. So what's um how uh, I'm gonna go? You said that it wasn't California. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I know. Um, what's that? Arizona. Final answer. I don't know. No, they were actually out of Chicago. They oh, were in really? okay. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, okay. What will you? All right, give me a number of a cigar. Give me a 22. 22. Let me see. 22. Fast times at Ridgemont High. You know, I don't know this one. Um, you remember the scene, though. You remember Phoebe Cake's scene, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, indeed. Um, Google it when we get on the phone. Phoebe Cake. Uh, um. I was that bad. I'm I'm going to say I was out in California somewhere. California, final answer. Los Angeles, California, final answer. Would have accepted Southern California, but that is the correct answer. Oh, okay. You get Ooh. the you get the five. Just okay. Right. Let me get a uh, seventeen. Number seventeen, coming to America. Oh, yeah. New York, final answer. Yeah, that is correct. Queens back e- you back even. Where does where does a good guy to go to find his ki- a king go to find his queen? Queens, New York. Queens, New York. <laughs> K Walk, who right. are you? Give me number four. <clears throat> number four. Eight mile. Oh, that's easy. That's uh Detroit of Michigan following. That is the correct answer. So it's okay. Eighteen. Eighteen, the Karate Kid, the original, with Mr. Ah, Miyagi. Now that had to be L.A. Final answer. L.A. is the correct answer. Ah, I was gonna say Jersey because he started off in Jersey when they first before they moved, but that's just that's technicality, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But most of the move was based in L.A. I, I got you. I got. You. I'm just trying to split the hairs there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me number. Uh, let me see. We're at nineteen. 
Number 19, risky business with Tom Cruise sliding across the floor, and he still looks the exact same now, and that had I to know, be right? five years ago. Seriously. Uh, I believe that they said it was in the uh, – someone said it was in the same house as uh, what you're going but I didn't believe that. So I'm going to go to Chicago, final answer. Chicago, Illinois, final answer. Chicago is the correct answer. Yeah, because yeah, cause the reason why I know that, because they said somebody said that was the same house as Home Alone, but I don't believe that, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Scott. 11. Number 11. Remember the Titans. Oh, I know you're talking. South Carolina, final answer. Incorrect. Who? Who? Wasn't that uh uh Southern? Um Alabama. Oh no, I know where it was now. Thank it. Was it Alabama or Georgia? Um Alabama. I'm going with Alabama final answer. No. Nah, final wrong. Okay, tell them where it was. Virginia. Virginia would have been the correct answer. Alexander ah. Virginia would have oh. been the correct answer. Uh hey. K-Wall. These are hard, not thought. Um, give me a number. Where are we at? Number eight. Ain't too hard. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Special K has five. You have five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. You all, all right. in? Give me. <laughs> give me number. Uh, I'll do fifteen. We just have Google it. That's what you said. No, no, no. I said, are you all in? No, I'm talking about K. No, K. Oh, oh, come on, man. I got half of these wrong. Uh, I'll do 15. 15. Okay. You you should have went all in. This is the easiest one on the board. The ATL with TI (laughs) Uh, name. Let me me Google this. (laughs) Let me Google this one here. I'm going to go Atlanta. (laughs) Atlanta Atlanta is correct. I purposely did that one as a daily double, so it's real easy. Hoping like it would either help somebody or bury yeah. somebody. Well, <laughs> it, it, it pretty much buried you there. And if he <laughs> went all in, well, it's over anyway. But if he went all in, yeah, you, you'd have been, you know. Anywho, <laughs> we back to you, Special K. I what left? left? We got two, three, five, six, seven, nine, nine. ten. Ten, yeah, got give me ten. Number ten, number ten. Godfather two. Not to be confused with Godfather one or uh, Godfather three. Godfather two. Um, to be honest, man, I ain't sure which state, but I'm gonna go with the biggest, New York. Yeah. K Rock, you can steal. Oh, I thought there was that too. Oh man, um. I know where it's at now. That was easy. It's easy. You know it now because you Googled it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say you Googled, bro. <laughs> I said you. I said you. Oh, no. Nah. Um, I don't know, man. If it's, I'm going to say uh, Italy. Uh, Italy. Now, Godfather 1 was in New York. Godfather 3 was in New York. Okay, tell them what Godfather 2 was. Jersey. No, Nevada. Remember at the end of Godfather 1 where he said we're moving to Nevada? Godfather 2 is completely based out of Nevada. 
Yep. Easy. Yep. Uh, K, we on you. Nah. Number nine, the original Rocket. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Really? <laughs> that is correct. I've actually run those steps. I'm gonna throw the heart attack and faint it. But yeah, I was running. I was seventy five oh, really? years old. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what? Well, where are you? All right, you're number two. Deuce, deuce, deuce. Players Club. Ah, uh, that was ATL, wasn't it? Players Club, ATL. ATL, Atlanta, final answer. That is Wrong. the correct answer. No, ATL, they weren't, they weren't in Atlanta. That's the, that's the correct answer. Chicago. No, that's, no, that's, that's Bernie Mac's name. Bernie Mac's name. Mm. Uh, uh, K, we on you. Um, I think six still out there. Yeah. Uh, six, yeah. Interview with the vampire. What? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Hold on, interview. That's Eddie Murphy, ain't it? Uh, nah. No, that's Van, that's Van nah. Van Brooklyn. <laughs> nah, what? Interview with the vampire is Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. List that. The book oh, I have no Rogers. idea. Where's Aaron Rodgers? So I'm, so I'm going to go with Louisiana, find That is the correct answer. Oh, wow. Yeah. They are, they are in, it was out in New Orleans, but yes, we'll give you credit for Louisiana. I mean, that's, that's where they true. shoot most most vampire stuff at. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Because True Blood is out in Louisiana as well. You yeah. Can't walk. We owe you. All right. Give me my quarterback. Give me number seven. <laughs> Number seven, wedding crashers. Oh sugar. Um oh man, uh oh and uh get his name. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Um where was that at? I don't, I have no idea. I never I only watched it a couple of times and I don't know where it's I'm gonna say Miami, Florida, final answer, I don't know. So it's okay, you can steal. Wedding crashers. Um I think that was in Massachusetts. Final answer. No, they were actually out of D.C. Let's oh, wow. See, we got uh, one, two left. Okay, is that what you show? I'm sorry, yeah. three and five. Three and five, yeah. So, it's okay. Three and five. Number five, 48 hours, the original 48 hours. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Oh, that that that. Ah, what's that? What That ain't L.A., is it? That's another California. Yeah, let's go to California. Find out. I'll give it to you. It was San Francisco. Yeah. California. Like I said, we live with the scoring and the money up. Yeah, that is fair. So last one for you, K. Walk is number three. Minutes <laughs> to society. I was. Uh, wasn't that L.A.? That's L.A., uh, California, Los Angeles, California. No, it's, uh, mm-hmm. South, South Central, California, South Central. Yeah, they, yeah we, we gave you L.A., South Central. Right. That is correct. Uh, final score, K-Walk has a whole lot. Uh, so, okay, you ended with 20, so it wasn't a bad showing, but K-Walk is once again the champ. Cue the music. Dessert. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
Medals round my neck because I won, I won. Now my mama said because I won. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, thank you so much for playing. Like I said, wasn't no money on the line, so we were liberal with the scoring. But, yeah, y'all, y'all did pretty good because I thought when I was writing this one, I'm like, yeah, this one kind of difficult. But y'all, yeah. y'all, you know, came to impress as always. Uh, okay, well, we got about six minutes left. Um, what else did you want to get into? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit. Um, good stuff there, uh, Kate, uh, for sure. Um, what I wanted to get into just a little bit here. I want to talk about the Lakers, um, e, um, uh, and the, the the Golden State Warriors reaching out to the Lakers uh, for a possible trade for LeBron James. There was no word as far as what they laid out, and as far as you know, you know, the, you know, the the trade commodities, things of that nature. But what say you about uh, Golden State um, reaching out to LeBron? Not only did uh, the Lakers decline, but LeBron declined as well. What, what say you about that? And what, what do you think the reasons were uh, that the that LeBron declined? Not so much the Lakers. Now, I did hear about this earlier today, and it was my understanding that LeBron vetoed the trade or had no interest or whatever. I yeah. think a lot of it is LeBron's a very smart dude, and LeBron yeah. is chasing Mike, and he wants to build his legacy. He saw how KD was treated for going there, <laughs> and I, I don't think he wants to win like this. I'm like, you know, he has – what, three with an asterisk or four, depending on how you're scoring at home. So let's go ahead and give him credit for four. He has four. I don't think he wanted to get, like, three more because they were going to say, oh, well, he had to go play with Steph to get him. You know, you right. can't beat him, join him. And, again, I saw, I think he saw the hell KD caught and still catch him to this day. I just don't think he wanted to do that. I figured LeBron, I mean, I think LeBron – Maybe not publicly, but internally, I think he's come to grips. I'm never going to be Michael Jordan. Even if I win seven championships, there are going to be some people <laughs> who will never put me on that level. There are some people who already have put me past him. So I think he's come to grips. He's happy, you know, with the, with the four he has. If he can win another one, that would be great. But I don't think he wants to be. I think he thought that would hurt him more by going yeah. to play with Steph. Now, knowing LeBron, because we know how petty LeBron is, don't be surprised if the Lakers make a move and bring Steph there, because I think he would view that different. Now, if you leave the Lakers and go to Golden State to play with Steph, you're going to be judged. He wouldn't be judged as hard if Steph were to come to the Lakers. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, great stuff there. I can't argue with any of that. But, Kay, what, what say you in a little bit of time we have left about that about that possible trade? I mean, it's, I, I hadn't thought about it the way he said it. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of like that, too. But, um, hell, I thought it was a publicity stunt from LeBron um, to tell the Lakers, hey, man, y'all need to get somebody in here. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. whatever you got to do in the offseason, hey, you make it happen now. I'm going to get hot. You know, because I, I don't, I don't have. It's hard for me to believe at this stage in LeBron's career, um, and with who he is in in the NBA, that doesn't come out publicly if he don't want it to come out publicly. Great you know point, man. You're absolutely so, right. So you know, I I I think that that was more of a stunt than anything else, man. And we all know LeBron ain't going nowhere. Like, why would that come out now? You know what I mean? Ain't we a week yeah. after trade? So, man, I think that was just something to make noise to get people talking over the All Star weekend. Because now it's gonna be the question. 
Every time you see stuff, they're going to be asking, what would have happened if you already got LeBron? You know, yeah. Every time. So, you know, publicity stunt is my, my, my assessment. Yeah, I can't argue with you. My my quick assessment here in in, in uh, the the uh, thirty seconds that we have here is yeah, I, I agree with everything you guys said. Yeah, I, I just think it was you know kind of one of those things like listen, um, we're listening, but you know you got to come a little bit more than that because we we didn't hear what was laid out as far as what they offered uh, the Lakers for LeBron or what they were willing to give up for LeBron. Were they giving up? You know, Wiggins? Were they giving up Clay Thomas? Were they giving up? Um, you know, any everybody you know, but Steph. Yeah, so like you, get, you get all they do. You, yeah, exactly. you know, some you might want, some you don't want, but you get all of it except Steph. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron said, I'm too old to play two on five. <laughs> Basically, what he's yeah. saying, I'm too old to play two on five. So, yeah, I, I agree there. Yeah, so, I mean, I, again, and, until we hear those, that we know exactly what was laid out, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I agree with LeBron. Yeah, let, let's not go down that road right now. I'm too old for that. And he has a player option next year um, as well for, like, I think it's $51 million or whatever that number is. So, and, and there's rumors out there that he wants to play with uh, with Bronny if Bronny comes out and he's available for the draft. All right, good stuff there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're, we're, we're on the clock. We're at the clock right now. That's all the time that we have. Um, like I want to do, uh, like I always do uh, every, uh, every week, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you with something good. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, so I'll leave you with this. Love is like the wind. You can't see it, but you can feel it. All right? For E. Scott, <laughs> I am K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott. Special K, thank you so much for, uh, so much for joining us as always, brother. All right? God willing, we will talk to you next week. Yo. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.